The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine and KUCI.org on the net. Welcome to Prescriptions for Healing Conflict. I'm Lloyd. I'm the show's engineer, and your host is Mari Frank. Mari's been an attorney mediator for 26 years, and during that time she's resolved thousands of disputes as a neutral conflict healer. She's a member of the Orange County Superior Court Mediation Panel, and she's been a law professor of negotiations and mediation and presently teaches negotiations right here at UCI. She's the author of Negotiations Breakthroughs and co-author of Stepping Stones to Success and several other books. To listen to previous interviews, see upcoming guests, download podcasts, and learn more, visit www.conflicthealing.com. So Mari, what's your show about today? Well, Lloyd, today our show is really about healing your family and healing your life. And we have a guest with us all the way from beautiful Japan. Chichako Sasaki is joining us, and let me tell you just a little bit about her. Chichako Kiara Sasaki is a Japanese family therapist. She shares a program with us today to help families to break the cycle of passing destructive behavior patterns down to the next generation. She says that by embracing your ability to break old habits that destroy peace and happiness, you can be the change that heals your family and your life. So we're so thrilled that she is joining us by Skype all the way from Japan. Thank you for joining us, Chicago. Hi, Mari. Thank you very much for having me today. Well, tell me, how, why is it that you wrote this book? Well, it just came as naturally uh, when I hear myself coming from the destructive passing pattern came from my own family. And I have a very difficult relationship with my own mother and have been staying away for 15 years. Wow. <laughs> so how did, how did you heal that after 15 years and why did you decide to do that? Well, actually, that was my own well, life path, I think. And well, that time I realized that I have chosen my family that was my destiny. Yes. So now uh, you were able to heal that relationship with your mother after 15 years of not talking? Yes, indeed. And actually that happened well, two years ago when my father passed away. And I think that he was going to help me from the other side watching me. That was my feeling. And how was your relationship with your dad before he passed? Well, actually, well, he was not able to well, go well with my own mother, but well, he was okay. But he was actually not Japanese and was well, coming to Japan after the World War II. And well, he was actually adopted to a Japanese family. So he had a history in his life that has been disconnected from his own father and mother. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. 
So let's talk a little bit about why family therapy is needed so much now. Yes, uh, I used to have one or one session in my life, and well, most people try to change other people basically and can't see me. But in this case, it didn't work because well, some ladies will come to see me and will try to change their own son or daughter having a difficult relationship. But unless they realize why it happened and why they are having this problem issues in this family right now, because well, they have something to see inside because the usually son or daughters are the reflection of what they are having inside the parents. So well, we can't well, let them to change only the other side, but because there is some connection with and always have a cause and effect. So I try to let them tell them, stay focused on what's going inside you rather than changing other people. Yes, That's you know, we, yeah, we can't really change anyone else but ourselves. And it surely yeah. is hard enough to even do that. I mean, mm -hmm. I try, I tell myself, oh, I want to lose 10 pounds. Well, you know, that's hard enough to change. Or let's say I do things that I think, oh, I, I don't want to procrastinate or something. Mm -hmm. So it's hard enough to change myself, let alone to change another person. Yes, indeed. And when we do change ourselves, it really does change the relationship, doesn't it? Yes, indeed, as you said. So... How is your family therapy different from the traditional family therapy approach? Well, what is about my unique approach is that I always check the three generations when uh, well, the family issues happen on the sons or daughters. I always go back to the, the uh, one generation before, that is mother and father, and check if your current relationship with your own spouse is okay and now going back another father or previous generation that is the grandparents generation take the mother side and the father side both together and well it the core is always the parents because they carry over the world the some pattern coming from the mother side and well father side and check if that happening on the sports side or well, this lady or this gentleman's side, and well, they check what is going wrong because of well, this pattern happened here, and they come in here, and what well, the next generation receives as a result of that. And I all check this area too at the very first 10 minutes. Oh, so, but sometimes, you know, people don't really know what their families were like maybe they only you know remember a little bit about when they were growing up but maybe there are people who don't really know what their the previous generation was like i know i remember when i was having challenges with my mother you know i finally finally you know a couple years before she died i was able to ask her one day you know tell me about your childhood tell me about your family Tell me mm -hmm. what, you know, but I don't think at least a lot of the previous generations, they don't even know so much about what their parents were growing up, what their lives were like when they were growing up. So sometimes it's it's not easy to know all that. So what do you do yeah. if they don't? 
Well, actually, well, the first thing what I recommend them is to ask the, well if they're still alive. But if they don't do that, well, I recommend hypnosis because that I always well try to do as a second world option. And I myself flew into Florida, as I said in my book, and well, actually I met well Dr. Brian Weiss. Hell, well, he's well-known well, psychotherapist and also well, hypnotherapist in the medical world. And well, I had his well, about 30 minutes group hypnosis, and well, I was able to retrieve my fetus memories came back. And I was looking at, at the time at fetus memory and well, at fetus eyes and looking at what was going on in my mother's childhood. So that was unexpected incident, but I happened to know her life. Yes, and sometimes when we really think about what our parents went through, then mm-hmm. we can be more forgiving. Yes. And when we knew uh, what was going on at that time, before even this, we, we were not born yet, and we are able to see and will truly connect the, the soul level, and will truly we can forgive them. Yes, yes. So is there, like in Japan, you know, traditional mm-hmm. Japan, the woman was um, uh, subservient to the man isn't that the case in the in the uh the traditional japanese not so much now but would you say that was the the case yes indeed and in my family because i was born in the south of japan where traditionally the man it was very dominant and so in my family and i was born up in mother's side family with my um, grandparents, but I was not able to start my dinner before all men started. So we shared a bathroom, one bathroom, but we are not allowed to, as women, not allowed to well, use the bathroom before men. That oh was my. very traditional. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that, that's hard. So what is it like there now? You've got the younger generations, right, that mm-hmm. are yes. very westernized, right? Uh, they they see the movies. They they are uh, economically really a, a wonderful country economically. So, how has that changed? How has that really changed about the woman being subservient? Has that changed too? Uh, I think well, that is the area that I still what. Well, try to tell in my family therapy because, well, we see from my mother and grandmother's pattern that that is the woman's role model and it has been imprinted deeply to us. Yes. So that to get rid of this pattern, we still somehow, what's on subconscious mind, try to do in my own life. That's what I'm going to do. So to get rid of this world, the pattern coming from that family, so I try to well, renew and reset it. And that is the way that uh, we can only well, live our own life. Yes, when we have, um, you know, when a, a woman marries a man, he comes with his, the, the, the social mores that his family had, and the woman has her social mores, so... It, it can be a, a big challenge when they aren't the same background, right? So yes. if a woman yes. think, has a family that they're all educated and the women are treated equally and then she marries a guy who comes from a traditional family where 
the wife is subservient, mm -hmm. what kind of problems arise? Yeah, well, it could possibly go into a well, divorce, and well, that is the, well, one of the reasons well, in, in Japan recently is well, getting a higher divorce rate, and well, single mom and single father's family are, well, is growing. So well, what we can do is well, rather having a family education and so they can have a very good plan before go into marriage. But most people just dream and well, ah, getting married, getting married. But well, getting married is well, it's it's okay. But well, after getting married, well, having a good relationship and maintaining and get to know each other needs skill because well, the make uh, well. Marriage is almost like what two family joined. It's like what two corporations joined are like merging. So we need to learn how to associate with other people, even after becoming family. It's very necessary skill. Yes, yes. So here we are, you know, in starting a new year and 2013, and this is a brand new year. So what are some suggestions that you have? We have, we're sitting here on the campus of the University of California. We have people who are in relationships. Uh, we have people who are getting married. We have people driving by who are in relationships. What are some important things to think about for the new year on how to have a really good relationship? Um, first of all, I Someone who has a difficult relationship with their own mother or father try to do or understand what their uh, child time, and if there is some what stiffness in emotionally feeling with them, and uh, try to resolve it. That is the way that well, they their life goes smoothly, and if they haven't got any what. Well, difficult relationship with own mother and father, and were trying to design their own life rather than what they told them, what the children are, the what to do or what should do. But this is their own life, so they are the one who is the creator of life. So try to design their life, and what really most resonate in life well, because well, many people have many talent and I do believe every single one of them has a talent come to this world uh, to share the world their brilliant talent so so this is the message for New so Year. each of us come in with lessons to learn is that what you're trying to say that each of us comes in with lessons to learn and that we come into these families to learn the lessons from each other. Mm -hmm. So, so when you say, well, if you have a problem with your mother or, you know, or your father or your children or re relatives, you know, try to resolve it. But if you haven't been able to resolve it all these years, what are some specific steps that you can take? to to actually resolve it like you know how do you even get them to meet you for coffee or tea you know how do you even get them if there's been people who've been estranged from each other okay uh, that's very easy because uh we all have some well, perception pattern as i said on the chapter three uh the communication well actually when see 
someone at the first was 15 seconds and we had some well, instant judgment and well, before I started the conversation with a mother or father, if someone has got the difficulty with them, and well, try to be silent and uh, try to listen what they are telling to us. And well, what's going on? Well, is it the message uh, coming from them? Is the correct well, understanding? Is their message is true? Truly, um, we understand as the way they said to me. And well, that is the area and was well, that communication without well, having conflict. Yeah. So, so yeah. Let's, let's play this a little bit. Let's play a role play. Let's okay. say that... Um, you are my mother. Okay, let's mm-hmm. I'll be you and you be my mother. I mean, I'll be you and you be your mother. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. let me let, let's try a little bit about this. And okay. let's say we haven't had a good relationship for 15 years. So, I call you on the phone and I go, "Mom, I know you haven't heard from me in 15 years." But I think it's really time for us to heal this. How do you feel about that? Well, uh, the first step is to take action, to try to contact her if you can. Uh, well, but well, sometimes well, the mother is not ready because she needs to heal her inside. But that is not the children's side of uh, issues. So well, sometimes well, the mother needs time. Because we can't force her to, well, now it's time to heal and let's heal it. And it doesn't happen as a way. When out of force, try to force it to happen. So sometimes, well, let her, well, silence. And well, it, it, but sometimes time is necessary. But, well, if she is ready, when you contact her, and, well, probably, well, you can start slowly talking and, well, ask the mother's, well, childhood or the younger time or what's her dream, what she wanted to do and if their family was okay with her and will allow her to do that and well she might be able to start talking about her own uh, her mother or the father and the family background and she had even had a dream wanted to well, work but what well, the family didn't allow and well the kind of her own dilemma and she might be able to talk to you. Right. So how did you do it with your mother? When you called your mother, was she ready? Mm-hmm. Well, it's up to each mother, but well, she... No, I'm asking it. you about when you healed this with your own mother. Own oh, mother. When, when you actually did the healing with your own mother, Chico, how did yeah. you do that? Yeah. Oh, in my case. Yes. Oh. Yeah, actually, well, I happened to talk, and when I healed myself, and it simultaneously she was able to heal. So the the communication was really, really smooth. So there was no conflict. So it was almost like a miracle. Oh. And I was not, yeah, expecting that way. And well, that happened well at the funeral of my father. Right. So she she was at a. A very um, it was a, a very vulnerable time for her, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that and sometimes we um, don't we're not we're so busy in the world that we don't take the time to listen to each other and talk to each other, 
and then there is this anger, but then when you have a death in the family, something like that happens, you start to recognize that yep. life is really short, and is it mm-hmm. worth really not having a relationship with your daughter or your mother? Yep. Indeed. But it's unfortunate to have to wait until such time as there is a death in the family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So... When you uh, work with couples, tell me how you do that. Well, uh, when I was doing one-hour session to couples, well, they again tried to change the other one, but it didn't work. So I tried to change what is going on, why you have chosen this person as a partner at the very beginning of the what stage of getting married and well they have some certain needs uh, to try to satisfy uh, the needs they wanted to have something in life but so as the, when they get married and they can be fulfilled the life but as time goes by and when the dream broken and well they Oh, the marriage was not the way I wanted, and they start arguing. Uh, what the, the, but we are all different beings, so that's why I try to understand the difference. And what is that? What you marriage and what you wanted, uh, what you wanted in this marriage, and try to ask the one who come to the session. Yes, and it's you know when people first meet, they fall in love, and everything mm-hmm. is you know they're just so in love that. They don't get into these issues that they're family yet because they're just having a good time and they just love each other. But after a while, it's like if you come from very, very, very different family backgrounds, you, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you have an expectation. Yeah. And that expectation Uh, doesn't get resolved, right? Yeah. mm -hmm. Indeed. So what, why they married and what the primary needs and when they identify it so they can well often go breakthrough and why this marriage didn't work and what they wanted in this marriage and try to well, satisfy their own needs first or do they really love them each other and try to have a really good relationship in the future or etc. So always well, the well, the healing or the awareness or the big aha moment will start inside, not try to change outside. So that is why I always work at one hour session. Yes, it's always coming from within. We can change ourselves. Mm-hmm. We are speaking in, with a wonderful Japanese therapist. She is in Japan, and her name is Chikako Kiara Sasaki. And she wrote this book, Heal Your Family, Heal Your Life, Family Making is People Making. I have a question for you. So where are you in Japan? Are you, uh, where do you live now in Japan? Uh, I live in Tokyo, but sometimes, well, my mother is all over 80 right now. So to take care of her, I, I come back to her home. So sometimes I'm not. Uh, in Tokyo, but well, most of the time for work, I am in Tokyo now. Yes. So how how is Tokyo since you've had those the horrible tsunamis and the the problems yeah. with the, how is it now? Well, it became uh, much normal than was 
that time last year, but well, uh, I think well, some people who had the younger children has always moved out of Tokyo area and going to the south or going to the Kyoto or Osaka area or going back if they had the well, countryside house or even well, move out of Japan. Yeah, they're worried about the water being contaminated? Yes, the radiation impact, especially we, we heard that well, the radiation impact is very, very well dangerous for uh, the son, especially, and the daughter, too. So that's why uh, the age was well, 12, 13, well, early teenage, well, are not better to stay in that contaminated area. So even Tokyo, we have some, some uh, the vegetables or the foods coming from that area, so we don't know. So for the safety reasons, so we better not to eat more that area coming origins of vegetables or ground crops. I, yeah, I would think that that kind of stress is probably difficult as well, that as a family therapist... Mm-hmm. People deal with the economy. I'm sure your economy has been affected like our economy has. So money is a problem. And then you've got the radiation. So, um, so I, you know, I noticed that in your book that you are, um, you know, uh, you're in, into a lot of the spiritual people like Louise Hay and others. So yeah. do you do you use your spirituality in your family practice? Yes, very much because well I have about a 300 Japanese women's community here and I sometimes do online courses and classes because they don't have to come to see me live. Some of them have the children and want to spend well, at night uh, with family time. So that's why I do some uh, webinar calls and will do on the post on the Facebook and what to share the wisdom and what I can hear many voices from women who, who are mostly the family and the mother and well having a daughter a son and will actually has worry about uh, their future and their children's future. So what I can do for them and will always come from what they want to learn from me. So share and will set up the class. That's what I do. So why don't you give your website and the name of your book, and then it'll be time for us to go. Oh, that's great. Thank you, Mari. Uh, my book is called Heal Your Family, Heal Your Life. And it comes from the Bible Press International. And my website is http dot, uh, a-S-A-K-I.com. Okay, so it's chichakosasaki.com. That's C-H-I-K-A-K-O-S-A-S-A-K-I.com. Thank you so much for joining us all the way from Japan, and you stay safe. Okay? Thank you. Okay. Yeah, thanks for having me. Bye. Alrighty, bye-bye. You've been listening bye. to KU... Bye-bye. You've been listening to KUCI... 88.9 FM in Irvine and KUCI.org on the net. I'm Mari Frank. Join us every Monday morning at 8.30 a.m. right here on KUCI on Prescriptions for Healing Conflict. And also visit our website at conflicthealing.com where you can download podcasts, you can listen to archived interviews, 
see our upcoming guests, and we'd love to hear from you about the concerns you have about your own conflicts in your life. Thank you. Bye-bye. It's about trust. Frank, host of Privacy Piracy that airs every Monday morning at 8 a.m. right here on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine and KUCI.org on the net. I'm also pleased to present the weekly segment of Orange County Sheriff News and Safety Tips. And we're thrilled today to introduce you to Quinn Vong, who's been a deputy sheriff with Orange County Sheriff Department for 13 years. And for the past four years, he was assigned as a school resource officer in the city of Mission Viejo. Thank you so much for joining us, Quinn. Thank you, Mari. Well, you know, kids now are using the media, social media and computers like crazy. So how is technology and social media used by teenagers in a way that gets them in trouble? Well, uh, teens use technology on a daily basis, and they have instant access to each other and instant access to any information at their fingertips. You know, technology can aid them in their daily lives and also create a lot of hindrance. You know, it appears that the with teens being connected to the cyber world, you know, whether it's through text messages, emails, or tweets, you know, they appear to be more disconnected with their interpersonal relationships with those around them. Well, we're going to have you back to talk about what parents and the sheriff can do to help these kids so they don't get in trouble. So thanks. We'll have you back again, Quinn. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> 